Bonjour. Ogima Penese and Dishnikas, Megizian Totem, Vancouver and Donji. You're listening to episode 10 of Mushroom Heaven, which I'm going to call University Education. All right. So, how did this all begin for me? Um, I mean, the honest truth is uh, I dropped out of high school. Right? I, I mean, I got as far as grade 10, and from there, um, you know, I worked a few jobs, um, but anyways, when I was uh, 22, I want to say, yeah, when I was 22, I was in the library one day, and I was on YouTube, right, and for one reason or another, I decided to type in motivation, right? And so I type in motivation, I hit enter, what comes up, uh, Tony Robbins, right? And so, so I click on the video and sure enough, you know, Tony Robbins is there. He's, you know, he's doing his, one of his seminars, you know, and he's doing this, uh, psychological exercise, uh, about, uh, focus and perception in terms of colors and stuff like that. And anyways, <clears throat> um, at the end of it, I couldn't help but think that, um, you know, I needed to do more to strive towards my goals and to create a vision in my life. And so I basically started researching from there, right? I was like, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to go to university? And so... I looked at uh, different websites and stuff, and sure enough, uh, one uh, NEC, the Native Education College, uh, all you need is uh, grade 12 English to get into college. And so I was like, okay, so I did my upgrading, I did my grade 12 English at NEC. I think I took a psychology course too while I was there. And uh, yeah, so, you know, just did that, you know, for four months, uh, passed. And then uh, from there, I applied to Douglas College. Right, and I applied through Access. I, I'd missed the deadline for uh, seven generations funding, so I had to go through Access, right, which is an urban Aboriginal um, funding source, uh, as well as uh, an employment agency that that helps people find jobs and stuff like that, resumes and whatnot, resources, bus tickets, and so yeah, I basically, uh, you know. Um, Started going to school, right? I uh, went to Douglas College. Uh, my first semester, I took a bunch of different types of courses. I took an art course, a uh, philosophy course, uh, political science. Um, I can't remember what the other ones were. But anyways, I got deregistered because my funding didn't come in on time. So I ended up having to just take these random courses that I didn't really want to take, but I took anyways. Uh, but the second semester... Uh, I, I got to choose my courses, and I think I chose like four philosophy courses and one psychology course. <laughs> the um, uh, intro psych uh, level two, right? And then four psycho philosophy courses. Um, you know, and I realized very quickly that uh, the type of philosophy that they were teaching uh, was something that I wasn't interested in, right? And I was like, oh my God, this is such dry material. 
you know, they're talking about Aristotle, uh, Socrates, Plato, uh, etc. And I couldn't really comprehend uh, their ideas at the time. Later on in life, I would. But at the time, it was just so dry and so boring, right? And But anyways, I was already registered, so I took the courses, right? And, uh, yeah, it wasn't until my third semester that I realized I wanted to major in sociology, right? So I took an intro to sociology course, and I learned about uh, capitalism, um, different social structures like bureaucracies, uh, hierarchies, uh, social norms, taboos, uh, things along those lines, right? And, uh, yeah, I picked up on it right away, and I really liked it. You know, it was all about society, right, and how society functions. And so the following semester, I took a bunch of sociology courses, and I did what I had to do to get my Associate of Arts degree. I think I had to take a science course as well. Yeah, it was a geology course, and then I also took a geography course, two science classes. You need six science credits to get your Associate of Arts. And so, yeah, I did that, uh, and then the sociology classes. Um, I graduated from Douglas College in April of 2012. And, yeah, it was beautiful, right? I uh, went to school. And so from there, um, I decided that I wanted to get into UBC, right? I didn't care about SFU. I didn't care about anywhere else. I just wanted to go to UBC, right? I couldn't explain why, but I just did. And so I put together my application. Um, my GPA uh, was right on the cusp, right? It was right on the cusp. And, uh, you know, but I applied anyways. And sure enough, I got in, right? And I got that letter in the mail. You know, you've been accepted to uh, UBC. You may register for courses on this day at this time. Da, 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 right? And so I had to figure out a whole new system. It's, it's, it's a, they got their own system there, right? Like their, uh, their online website and stuff like that. Uh, the courses, how to register for courses. Emailing teachers, uh, student emails, uh, things like that, right? And UBC is a huge campus. It is a huge campus. Um, there's lots of buildings, lots of different parts of the university. Um, I got acquainted with the uh, First Nations House of Learning uh, right off the bat. I got invited to a student orientation there, which was about two or three weeks before class. I got to meet a few uh, individuals who had already been at UBC for a year or two. And so they were showing like the new students around and stuff, right? And so, yeah, I started making new friends. Uh, I remember they tried hosting a smudge there, right? And the guy who was hosting the smudge, all he had was a seagull feather, not eagle seagull feather right it was a big one it was a big fluffy seagull feather and he didn't even have a smudge bowl he just had a regular bowl right and he's got all this sage in there and it's just like what is this guy doing <laughs> but his intent was there yeah he, he had good intentions right he, he really wanted to uh practice the culture right he was a matey 
And so anyways, I just participated, you know, whatever. And then after it was all said and done, I kind of took him aside. And I was like, hey, man, you know, um, I have a, a bundle that I can use to, to facilitate smudges with and stuff like that. Uh, perhaps I can help, right? And that must have been music to his ears and music to uh, the other uh, members' ears because they picked up on it. And sure enough, you know, I became Mr. Cultural on campus. And, you know, I had various elders come down, uh, facilitated various ceremonies, various cultural nights, uh, social nights and things like that. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it was a great time. Um you know, so so my first year, you know, I, I of course I took some sociology courses and stuff, right? And I, when I took this intro to Indigenous Studies, and after taking the intro course, I realized that I wanted to uh, do a minor in that, right? So I majored in sociology with a minor in First Nation Studies, and so yeah, I'm I'm just cruising along, um, <clears throat> you know, met some people, um. You know, uh, but after my second year there, uh, I, f I was proposing, I was advocating for a sweat lodge there, right? I was advocating for a sweat lodge for students, by students. Um, you know, and I, I had all this support, support letters from faculty, staff, and students uh, from UBC. But the uh, Sundance chief that I was working with, you know, uh, he kind of stabbed me in the back, you know, he kind of betrayed me and stuff, right? But, you know, it is what it is. And honestly, today, I don't even care. It's like, whatever, you know, it is what it is. But at the time, you know, I was pretty devastated. And so, yeah, I ended up having to resign uh, my presidency of the Indigenous Student Association. because I hosted this big protest outside the First Nations House of Learning. This guy was doing his book launch. And instead, I brought, brought a bunch of my friends, and we played, uh, we were banging our drums outside, or our native drums outside, and uh, causing a ruckus kind of thing, right? And uh, an act of resistance. Uh, yeah, so I later had to uh, resign, which I did. And then, yeah, my final year in UBC, I, um, you know, I just didn't even go to the First Nations House Learning, you know, I just kind of did my own thing. Started doing drugs again, you know, I started getting into heroin, I was really into heroin, you know, and uh, free base cocaine. Um, you know, I had a source and stuff like that. And because of my student loans and bursaries and grants and stuff, like I was able to get a lot of this stuff, right? And so I became very addicted and I was going to class wired and stuff, right? And it was just like, holy shit, nobody's got a clue what the fuck I'm doing in the bathroom, right? And uh, yeah, <coughs> so somehow, sorry about that. Uh, so somehow, I got through my first semester, right? Passed all my classes. Uh, the second semester, I wasn't so lucky. I only passed one of my classes, I think. I failed the other two. I failed the First Nation Studies class and then my stats course. So, so, I, so I didn't graduate. You know, I was scheduled to graduate, but I didn't. Because uh, my addiction brought me down. And, um, you know, it was a hard fight. It was a hard battle. Uh, you know, but nonetheless, you know, five and a half years in a higher education institution uh, certainly shaped the way I think. And it taught me to think critically, uh, taught me to think objectively on certain issues and stuff like that. 
Um, and I also got a broad base of knowledge about society and, and First Nations politics and stuff like that, right? Which is actually pretty important to me. It helps me uh, integrate uh, various knowledge that, that I've picked up along the way outside of university. So I've continued to uh, self-educate myself, you know. I've read a lot of books, I've done a lot of research, and I continue to, um, I plan on continuing to do that. Uh, so with that being said, um, you know, I have a university education, um, you know, I have an IQ of 133, uh, yeah, I'm an INTJ on the Myers-Briggs personality scale, uh, you know, philosophically, um, I would fall in the category of counterculture, um, you know, it's an integration of various uh, satanic philosophy, right, which if you look at the Satanic Temple's website, and the nine satanic statements, you'll actually get a, an idea of what that actually means, it's really not as bad as you think, it's actually pretty good, these are core good tenets to live by. Um, so there's that, you know, plus the um, uh, psychedelic enlightenment that I've been going through, right, so I'm combining principles of that you know, um, clarity, understanding, forgiveness, love, truth, etc. right? And so I'm kind of evolving through this process, right? And um, that's kind of where I'm at today. Um, I think moving forward, I want to continue educating myself on uh, magic mushrooms and other psychedelic plants, right? And uh, figure out, you know, how I can use them to, to heal various aspects of my being, right? Because each one has a purpose and each one uh, has the capacity to, to, to heal, right? And so um, I think it's important to keep that in mind. Um, so, yeah, this one's going to be a shorty. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to uh, quickly discuss my education and, and where I'm coming from. Uh, and, and kind of moving forward, you know, the different issues that I'd like to talk about, uh, various social issues, indigenous issues, and just having, you know, people on the uh, podcast, you know, other guests and, and getting their voice out there as well. So with that, I say thank you very much for listening to Mushroom Heaven.